Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Daira. So we want to start off by um, thanking you guys because we finally hit 2K on YouTube um, and we just keep growing. We have so many, so many downloads. I don't even know the number. It's like almost 40,000, right? Yeah, we're getting somewhere. On all our platforms, which is amazing because we did start four months ago and we didn't expect to have so much like i don't know like such a such a like decent following yeah right that's pretty big for being nobody (laughs) (laughs) right yeah so we started off from scratch um and if you're new to new to the channel um we definitely appreciate you and we think that you should keep watching or keep listening um and yeah every week we try to bring something new but we also try to answer your questions um we have been getting a lot of questions but we are going to get to those as soon as possible we're getting a tremendous amount of questions we're gonna we're gonna talk about a new way that we're gonna start answering questions in a family meeting episode that we're actually gonna record right after this um just so we can kind of just get a little bit more organized and then start answering them like quicker because we have been taking a long time to answer those um but yeah yeah. we gotta play some catching up right (laughs) it's a lot of work (laughs) that's all good it's fun yeah so we want to talk about intimacy today, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not talking, you know, intimacy, <laughs> you know, we all know a little good sexy time is, you know, what we think about when we think intimacy, but yeah, but we've, we've talked enough about sex. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> if, yeah. if you haven't already been educated, yeah, we don't got yeah. nothing else for you. Right. Right. We, we can't now show y'all. Mm hmm. But believe it or not, there are a bunch of ways to be intimate with your partner. Yeah. And in fact, we have 12 specific ways (laughs) that we have retrieved from. I don't remember what website it is. I never remember what website, but we're going to spill the juice with y'all. Yeah, we could we we could try to add it to the comments. Yeah. Um, But I want to start off with like, what do you define as? What do you define intimacy as? Mm. for me it's just being present mm-hmm. like to be present with your partner mm-hmm. you know it's one thing to just be with them all the time mm-hmm. but I'm a big big believer in being present yeah because it's very easy to get lost in just our everyday you know daily routines and mm-hmm. struggles that we kind of start getting into that uh like taken for granted type yeah. of mindset mm-hmm. of our partner and things because we're too, you know, yeah, lost in other shit. Mm-hmm. I would define it as um, like being being vulnerable and like sharing another side of you to to that person, like another side that people don't really see. Um, and I would I would also define it as like. Okay, so to backtrack, I remember when I was dating people in the past, they would always say like, oh, like you, like you're not as vulnerable and like you're not as like open and like you have a wall, you have, you're building a wall. Um, And it was because I was, I guess I wasn't being true to myself and I wasn't showing all of myself. And that's something that I still struggle with because I feel like when you're, you're intimate, you have to be vulnerable and you have to kind of 
show sides of you that people might judge if that makes sense like mm -hmm. i feel like i don't know like i feel like when you when they really get to know you and um like listen to your story they could judge you based on that yeah so i feel like part of me would just like hide parts of myself and my life because i didn't need or didn't want people to like judge me um so yeah that's true yeah like for example i remember um so I, I live in the hood. Like, I come from the hood where my parents' hood. And I could say that because I, I, I know it's true. And it's basically, like, the mini projects. Um, and, like, the street is just full of garbage. Like, there was, a, there was a guy that actually got shot recently. And every time I walk past it, they have, like, flowers and, like, candles and things like that. Um, and, like... The building where they live in, it's a, we live in a very small apartment. Well, they live in a very small apartment. And they're going to get out of that just because, you know, it's an unhealthy environment. So they, they did save up a lot of money to, like, move to a new house. But I remember, like, growing up, I did not want people to come to my house. Because I'm like, <laughs> no, like, I just, ah, like, mm, like we could meet there. Like, ah, you don't, I don't want you to pick me up. Because it was like, I didn't want people to, like, judge me based on, like, where I lived because most people that I knew had like big houses and they had like a backyard and they had like a driveway. And I'm like, girl, we do not have parking like where I live, like none of that. Um, so that was like another side that I didn't show people. And people would be like, why are you so thing about like where you live? And I'm like, um, oh, because like you just, you just won't get it. You just won't get it. Um, so yeah, that was like a side of me that I feel like I would hide because I didn't want people to judge me. <laughs> A little sense of insecurity yeah and now now i'm like more comfortable with it because i'm just like well that's where i'm from and that's who i am and you could yeah. either take it or leave it i agree mm -hmm. vulnerability obviously is is honestly the best form yeah of intimacy is because mm -hmm. again like you said we don't show ourselves a whole, like a hundred percent of the time mm -hmm. you know we have like this alter ego and like this different type that we show a little bit of everybody and mm -hmm. i know that because i feel like i'm a different person when i'm with everybody for the most part it's like i know i'm the same but i know like the do's and don'ts and the can's and can'ts with who i'm around you know mm -hmm. so like with my family i know i'm i'm a hundred with my friends i know you know I'm yeah. a different type of honey. Like, uh, yeah. you just you're you're definitely different depending on your surroundings and who you're with. Right, right. Um, and and I know that I feel like when you when you feel comfortable being vulnerable with someone, I feel like that's when you know that like you found like a good person because mm -hmm. with you, like you're you're the probably the second person that I brought to like my parents' house because, like I said, I'm like. Like, no, we live in the hood. Like, you don't want to come. It's just too much. And, like, with you, it was, like, whatever. Like, this is who I am. I'm sure that you're going to accept me, for, like, no matter what. So I didn't feel uncomfortable. Um, but those are, like, sides of you that you have to show and that you feel comfortable showing when, when like, you found, like, a good person. Yeah. And, and being vulnerable doesn't mean, like, telling your feelings, mm -hmm. you know, or crying so they know that you have feelings yeah. and that, you know, like, yeah, those things are forms of mm -hmm. being vulnerable. But at the same time, it's like, oh, like, I don't care 
what you think I look like when I wake up type shit. Yeah. Like I wake up with crust in my eye and my hair all fucked up just like you. Like, you know, I eat a little sloppy or I eat a little more than usual than you would think. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, shit like that. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's true. That's that's a good example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, what is your top form of intimacy that you give or receive? Um I feel like you would know what I give. Um, actually, I, I don't know. <laughs> off of my head, I I'm not sure. You're. Um, I don't know. She's she's just very nurturing. Like that's oh, one yeah. of the things that I know mm-hmm. that she is. She's she's just always like, do you need something? Do you want something? Or kind of like just here I'm gonna feed you like, <laughs> I made some food for you you know I did this for you yeah I made you an email <laughs> so oh, yeah. TikTok can send you some people for brands yeah yeah because she didn't have she has a, a lot of followers on TikTok and like I don't have as many followers as her so she's always like how do you always get these brand deals and I'm like girl because I put my email on my bio <laughs> and I made a whole different email um so they could email me and brands have reached out and then once you get one brand you just get more brands but she's making us money yeah whatever I I went off I'm topic but um but yeah I do that a lot and I feel like with you um you're just very comfortable like being yourself like you're very like outspoken and outgoing and I feel like that is a form of intimacy but I feel like you're you're I don't know you're just very comfortable and just like very happy and I don't know I like that I'm fucking she's crazy I'm goofy for no reason she's a crazy girl (laughs) like I don't yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. But I would say that my top form of intimacy is definitely um, quality time. Yeah. Quality time is, is absolute for me. Mm-hmm. And again, that just leads into being being present. Mm-hmm. So when I say present, it's, it's like, you know, attached to quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do you feel like it's important to share the same type of intimacy with your partner? Um... Like, like you mean compared to past partners or like in general? In general. Yeah, I feel like um, like if you don't become open and vulnerable with your partner, you guys are always just going to be like, you're just not going to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you're just going to be very stagnant. It's going to be a very blah relationship. Like, you should be getting to know your partners on multiple levels and other than just like sex right like it's like like intimacy could be like like it could be like cuddling and just like being present and just like a little massage and like Mm -hmm. looking at each other and like talking and like asking questions and laughing like I feel like if you don't feel comfortable doing those things or you don't even want to do those things with the person that you're with, you you probably don't really want to be with right. them. You're just trying to have sex with them and just right. be like, all right, this was cool and all. And all right. Like, I feel like there are certain um, areas where you share certain intimacy with people, mm-hmm. um, even if it's the person you don't really want to be with. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we've all been in situations where we've dated people for certain reasons, whether mm-hmm. it's for sex or just a company or because a conversation was good, you know. Um, but we share those different forms of that intimacy, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you're with someone who you actually want to be with, 
it's like everything goes Mm -hmm. like everything from fucking using the bathroom together (laughs) to telling secrets that you never told anybody you know yeah so i feel like i've shown different you know forms of intimacy with other people and i think they were the most like general ones like Mm -hmm. we know but with her i feel like i just was like fuck it i'm in it let's go (laughs) I'm going to just give you everything, everything I got. I think the only thing I haven't done yet was fart in front of her. <laughs> that's probably it. And that's and that's just because I don't. I you don't definitely have. Probably in my sleep. I've definitely caught myself fart in my sleep, and I didn't know that that was a thing. A little salty, but I was I was not conscious for that. So, but honestly, that's that's a me thing anyway. I no, I want to I want to give the definition of like what Google says. So intimacy is closeness between people in personal relationships. It's what builds over time as you connect with someone, grow to care about each other and feel more and more comfortable during your time together. It can include physical or emotional closeness or even a mix of the two. So what we're talking about is a little bit more about like the emotional side. And if like if what we're saying doesn't like um if you feel like you don't relate to it or you feel like you're not there yet, that's totally normal because, like, I'm I'm that type of person, like, I, I take my time. Like, I, I don't show my true self to everyone, and that's just how I am as a person. So I feel like it, sometimes it just takes some time. It doesn't mean that you're with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. It just means that um, you're just not there yet, but you will get there yet. You you will get there eventually. Um, it just takes some time, you know? Yeah, that's facts. We, yeah. It's like you kind of know. If that person is the right or wrong. And Not for, even wrong. Yeah. But. And for us, I feel like it's easier because we live together. Yeah. A lot of relationships don't live together. So it's like, how are you supposed to build that if you're not together right. all the time? But, which we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's run it down for y'all. We got 12 examples of the different type of intimacies mm-hmm. you can share with your partner. Oh, wait, wait. Can we talk about this first? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. So I went to, I, I went to Google, Google and I searched, like, how many times do people have sex, like, in a month or in a week or whatever. And I went to Google this because intimacy does have to do with sex, obviously. Um, and it says... Married Americans reported having sex an average of 1.2 times per week or just about five times a month, while cohabiting couples reported 1.6 times per week or about 6.0 times per month. But obviously that's li- that's different for like lesbian couples. And then th- there was another survey that said that um, more than once a day. So lesbian couples have sex more than once a day, 15 <laughs> 15- Point two percent of those surveyed then 7.11 percent said that they would do it once a week 3.72 percent multiple times a month 0.58 percent only once a month and 0.84 percent less than once a month but all of these all of these surveys and all of these numbers do not matter i feel like you do whatever works for you and your partner and don't try to compare how many times you have sex with someone else like it's like everyone has different like everyone has like different needs and different wants and different um like sex um, desires yeah so it's like you can't 
you can't like compare your relationship to someone else's relationship you can't be like oh my god we only have sex once a week and they have sex three times a week like Mm -hmm. no 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 like it's like it's different like don't ever try to compare your sex life to someone else's sex life now if you feel like you and your partner don't have the same like sex wants and needs and that's something that you you're gonna need to communicate but like we said it's gonna take some time like i feel like we still like we still aren't there yet where it's where we feel comfortable enough to be like let's have sex like it's like that's just so awkward like it's like how do you start it and then and then if you're always waiting for the right time it's just There's never, gonna never a right time. Like you I'm, either just want to do it or you just not right. going to do it. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to wait for the right time. But it's like, no, like it's just, it's just, there's no right time because when I want it, you may not want it. But then if I start it, then, then you'll want it. You mm-hmm. get me? So it's like waiting for that. You're just going to wait all, all day type shit. So yeah. if there's like a phrase word that you guys can come up with or like, which is crazy because then it's like, well, wow, why is that? Like, then it's like routine. But it's not. It's but at the not. same time, it's kind of like, yeah. it, it can't always be spontaneous either, mm-hmm. you know? Sometimes you just try and get, get it yeah. did and get it done. You need that sense of relief. I, I, I was listening to um, this other podcast and they said that, that like, they'll light a candle. Mm, like, they, like, each one of them has like cute. a candle. Yeah, they'll light a candle, right? Isn't that cute? Oh, <laughs> women are smart they we are, are smart right, yo. Like, this we can't make this shit up yeah no like i i feel like i'm very like i like um i have like sarcastic humor and dry humor dry when it comes to it sure. <laughs> <laughs> like i asked you like why why are your clothes on yeah <laughs> she's I'm like, what? Why are you She's like, on? what? You putting socks on? You better take them off. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Okay. Like, all right. Like, why? Why is your yeah. shirt? Why is your shirt on? Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just I'm like, so all right, confused. all right, all right. <laughs> you can have this shit anyway. I think I'm more like physical. Yeah. I'm more physical, like. Uh huh. <laughs> What's up? Let me get another one. (laughs) Uh, You know, you gotta you gotta start up the engine a little bit. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll just be like, I have sex. (laughs) (laughs) And she just always and that's what she does. She laughs at me because she thinks that I'm joking. Yeah. I'm like, no, but I'm serious. (laughs) It's a work in progress, y'all. All right, all right. So we're going to go back to um, the 12 types of intimacy other than sex, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, we got a lot. Yeah. All right. Other than sex, obviously, and it's just like the physical aspects of it, which is like, you know, the whole playful, which I think is cute. But besides that, you got emotional intimacy. Yeah, which about. Yeah, um emotional intimacy is one of the most important types to share with your partner it means you're able to express your feelings and emotional needs in the relationship which requires some vulnerability um number three wow i didn't even know number three yeah because the first one was sexual and physical second one is emotional the third one is intellectual Okay. Overall benefits of intellectual intimacy is being able to share thoughts and opinions that are respected by your partner. It can be as simple as discussing a book or having more controversial conversations about politics or religion. 
we're not doing that. <laughs> but we do do that. We do. <laughs> we do. Just an idea. Just step into it for a second, but nothing crazy. Um, no matter the discussion, you remain open-minded when you have different views or opinions. Yes. Yes and no. Because um, I feel like... Um, like having political, having different political and religious beliefs can really make or break the relationship at times. So it's like that's something that you should know early on because if mm-hmm. if you're like real, like um, you have like really strong opinions on things, and then the person you're dating is like the total opposite, that might not work. And then you can't sit here and try to change people's minds. Like it's like you think what you think, and that's it. So this is why it's so important to like start talking about these things and just being more open and vulnerable and and. Um, bringing up like discussions yeah what <laughs> i don't know i say this word aesthetic oh is that how it's i'm pretty that's sh- how it's spelled i'm pretty sure oh no aesthetic <laughs> aesthetic intimacy means being able to share an experience of beauty together the experience depends on your interests as a couple. Maybe you both appreciate the beauty of a sunset or would rather go to see a play from your local theater. I'm here for sunsets. Yeah. I love to go by the water mm-hmm. and watch the sunset. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things to do. And honestly, I've been slacking because I haven't been doing it. But I think that's because it's been cold. Now yeah. that it's getting warmer, I love to go to the water. Yeah, she loves the sunsets. And I mean, I do too. Like, who doesn't like sunsets? So that's something that we'll do. We'll, like, get some bubble tea and then we'll go, like, watch the sunset. Sometimes we bring our dog. Um, So those are, like, cute things. If you're really into art, maybe, like, go into, like, an art museum with, like, Mm -hmm. your partner. There's a lot of, like, free museums out there that you can go to. Um, And that would be, like, a good way to, like, get to know them and ask them what they think about a painting. Sometimes those paintings... They'd be like a hot mess, but people be like, oh my God, that's beautiful. And yeah. I want to know, like, why do you think it's beautiful? People just have different yeah, perceptions of I mean, things. That's all. And uh-huh. it's cool to see, like, yeah. what your partner thinks. Like, oh, you think that's cool? Or, oh, like, mm-hmm. you like doing that? Or you're actually enjoying this? Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's just like, all right, that's, that's different. Yeah. I think that's cool. No, yeah, I love art. Another thing that you, you could do is, like, do, like, little art like painting type of thing which we yeah. talked about before. we're not artistic at no, all <laughs> no we're not i try yeah i try but we do it anyway <laughs> yeah like when that thing on tiktok was bumping the yeah. the picture frame thing where you like trace yeah it, we did that, we did that and it was actually really cool yeah we should try to find a picture so we could include yeah. it yours yeah. look better <laughs> my tracing skills is on fire yeah, yeah you picked a good picture uh, creative intimacy involves planning and creating things together while taking an art class together might pop in your mind. It involves so much more. So again, like what we were just talking about, just little things like that. Fuck. Yeah. Let's put a puzzle together, which I can't. Yeah. I but to also, to also to be creative enough to not creative because it's it just common sense to, to book something. Like, mm. I don't understand how people be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Girl. Initiative. Google is free. Take you know initiative. that? And like you could Google like, oh, like 
I don't know, like art, um, date ideas near me or like, I don't know anything. And something on Google or TikTok will pop up. TikTok, a lot of a lot the of shit things. that we be doing, we find it on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like TikTok is the new Google. Because sometimes mm -hmm. you, you go on Google and you're like, oh, okay. And it gives you a whole bunch of links. And it's like, yeah, who yeah. wants to read that shit? Yeah. When you go on TikTok, they got videos, how yeah. they did it, what they did. And yeah. like, you don't have to do exactly what they do. Yeah. Um, You know, I've seen things and, and she's seen things and like, that's when our creativeness pops up. Like, oh, that's cool. That's mm -hmm. a good base idea. Let me do it like this. Let me do it in my own version. Yeah. Um, a lot of like personalized gifts. I do like that. Like I've oh, seen yeah, yeah. people do things and then mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to do this for her. I want to get her this. And like I do it in my yeah. own way. Yeah. But there are people that are just like, I'm just not creative. Yeah. So I get that. Just, I I mean I get it, but at the same time, it's like you gotta you find gotta a way. You gotta yeah, you gotta figure it out. Something. Yeah, you gotta try something. Something because try it. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is to do is to be different yeah. with your partner. I you mean, know? it's like how are you ever supposed to like get good at it if you don't at least try or like you know give it a shot? That's facts. I don't even know what number this is, but moving on, recreational intimacy. Which means finding hobbies and interests you can experience together. Common interests keep you feeling connected, especially uh, when the monotony. What? Monotony. What? Scratch that. Yeah. Everyday life kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I'm not a good reader. <laughs> but yeah, hobbies in it. We got different interests, and mm -hmm. it's it's again nice to see what it is that she's interested in, mm -hmm. because honestly, you know I feel like people get comfortable. You get yeah. comfortable in your habits, your routines, the things that you like, and um, I'm, you know, guilty of that. Yeah. And then you meet people, and you start to realize and like experience things that they like, mm -hmm. and it just shows you like, oh shit, like I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. So I I like that too. Mm -hmm. I agree. What else? Mm. Work. Go ahead. Read this. This is all you. No, but it says work into some. Or, oh, wow. It says. <laughs> I got a lot says, of cutting to do. Work intimacy isn't about your careers. It's about each of you putting in the work needed to keep your relationship flowing smoothly. Examples include chores around the house, taking care of the kids, making plans, or any other responsibilities that contribute to your life together. Y'all should both be putting in the work. Like, I understand that some people are better cooks than others, but it's like, okay, so you're a better cook than me, but I don't mind washing the dishes afterwards. Or, like, if you don't like doing the prep work, I don't mind chopping some onions or whatever the hell you need, right? So it's like... You can't keep using that as an excuse all the time. Like, oh, you're just a better cook, or oh, you're just you're just better at cleaning. Oh, it's like okay, well, you could help me with something else than just to like so we could do this together. Yeah, this is you know, this y'all cool. practice makes perfect, and uh -huh. we we you know some of us have strengths where the other may have weakness. Mm -hmm. So, fucking figure it out. Like you have to. Yeah, you. It's it's a give and take. And right. if, if I'm going to, like she said, if I'm going to do this, then you know that there's something that you can do in exchange for that. Yeah. Like if you're sitting down, like just like watching TV and like having a drink while your partner's doing everything, it's like, girl, no. Right. Honestly, we, there's, there's times where I'm just like, it's cool. Like, 
chill out, relax, let me cook, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but most of the time, we really do that together. Yeah. We do that half and half. You know, if I'm a cook, she's going to, like she said, she's going to prep or yeah. she's going to set the table. Like, little shit like that. Yeah. That and I, I mean... It just comes to some people naturally. Um, I feel like for me, like growing up, like my mom would just like not let us chill. Like it was <laughs> like, it was like if she was cleaning, like we were all cleaning. If not, she would be like doing shit, like slamming shit, like right. making it known that she's annoyed that she's, that right. she's doing things. So it's like, oh shit, she's in a bad mood. Such a Let's help person. her because now she's like, she's mad because we're not. Bitching. Yeah. So it was like for me that just comes naturally just because growing up i feel like there was no chilling like you yeah. gotta like help everyone so i'm the only one who live in this house right right <laughs> all the time well i'm good for that mm-hmm. um crisis intimacy which means that you empathize and support each other during tough times oh most importantly that you want to be there for your partner mm. right i agree sometimes people like Obviously, we all have different experiences in life. So what you may experience uh-huh. may not seem like something uh, as bad to me, you mm-hmm. know? And I don't like when people do that. Like, don't downplay someone else's experience and someone else's, you know, yeah. hardship because you think it's not that hard, you know? You think it's not that yeah. serious. You know, we all go through different things in life. And I feel like it's just we got to be accepting of that we can't keep being like oh well somebody got it worse somewhere else you know like granted somebody does but when that's what you're experiencing that's what's worse at the time for us yeah i agree commitment let's try this again (laughs) commitment intimacy is not just about committing to your relationship but also devoting yourself to working towards a shared goal whether it's starting a family, buying a new home, or starting your own business, you both are ready and willing to put the effort it takes to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, like in a relationship, you're always um, waiting for like the next goal. Like first, it's like, move? okay, like we're together, next goal, get engaged, next goal, get married, next goal, buy a house, next goal, have kids. Like it's like, those are really great goals, but um, at the same time, I feel like you got to think about other things as well. Because once all of that happens, then what's next? Like, once you have the kids, then what? Yeah. Um, People seem to, like, you know, see that it just downfalls after yeah. that. Because it's like now you have to take care of these little humans mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that you just stop living you know yeah. that your life has to stop absolutely not yeah. but ultimately you have to know how to include yourself as yeah. well like yeah. yes you're being a parent being a wife you got to give 110 percent for these other people yeah you have to remember to be present for yourself as well yeah like what other goals do you have right like what personal goals mm-hmm. okay i've completed these these mm-hmm. partner these partner goals this family goal mm-hmm. um now let's get back to the personal aspects of my life you yeah. know like for example if you've always wanted to run like a 5k oh my god really you want to run a 5k no girl i don't want to run a 5k <laughs> i was literally just thinking like uh, fucking doing a 5k you but saw my face i was like yeah, I don't want to do a 5K. No, thank you, though. <laughs> Thanks for the offer. 
Uh, all right. Conflict. Every couple argues, even the happiest ones. Since conflict is inevitable, it's, cr- it's critical to be able to work through and learn from them. Conflict intimacy refers to your ability to effectively handle arguments and allow them to make you stronger as a couple. Facts. Fucking facts. I like yeah. that. I like that because I uh-huh. fucking hate people. I hate people. You know, you it's like, not, I don't hate people, but <laughs> I hate the people who like, they, and and this just be the toxicity for me. Uh-huh. Like people lo- love to argue and hate it at the same uh-huh. time. But then it's like, they take those arguments and blow it completely out of proportion and just think that they can just fucking do whatever after that. Right. Think like, oh, we're never going to work. Oh, we argue too much. Oh, like, no, grow up. You're never going to fucking completely agree or not argue all the time. Uh Because let's be real, a fucking relationship without arguments, you're going to be worried. Yeah. You're going to think they don't give a fuck. Exactly. But nobody understands. Like, nobody takes the time to understand. Why are we having this argument? What's the, you know, what's the solution to this argument? Uh How can we grow from this argument? You know, like, there's no work. It's just like, fuck it. We argue. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. I think a lot of couples, they they forget that, like, they're a team. And, like, they be arguing with each other instead of figuring out, like, what is the problem? Mm -hmm. Like, how can we work together to, like, fix whatever the problem is because it's like you guys shouldn't be against each other you guys should be against whatever the hell you guys are arguing about right right facts and it's yeah. like you, people come back from that and don't even even after that it's like there's no solution it's just like we have to act like it didn't happen yeah like, nah, nah, that's even corny. if you you you're over it it's still kind of got to be a conversation right because we perceive everything different mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. for sure all right second to last one is communication Communication intimacy means you're able to talk openly and honestly about your needs in the relationship without your partner feeling threatened or criticized. Yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with this and a lot of issues would be resolved if people were to like communicate more. But I think people just struggle finding the words to to say whatever it is is on their mind and then they say it and then sometimes it just comes comes off like rude or like you got an attitude um so it's really not about what you say it's really how you say it but a lot of the times people are texting all the time so it's like nobody wants to talk on the phone nobody wants to facetime nobody wants to meet in person it's like everyone's like texting and your texts are gonna be like misconstrued yeah and people are gonna think that you know you meant it in a different way or like that you're being rude and it's better to just communicate with people in person at times Mm -hmm. or like over the phone because i've had so many arguments over text messages and i'm like this is so dumb like why are we arguing over text like sending paragraphs and shit like i'm like no like i no it's it's better to just communicate in person because like i said they're gonna twist your words yeah when you're reading something and you're reading it in a tone where you would think it it sounds it it actually sounds worse Mm -hmm. and i've been in situations where i'm like yo I didn't even mean it like that. Yeah. Like, that's not even what I was saying. Right. So I agree. That whole texting and shit, things get so misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, when you're hype and you're feeling some type of way already, uh-huh. like, you already expecting it to be bad. Right. You're already expecting a response and right. to just be just out of pocket. And then 
you start seeing things and reading things a certain way because yeah. you're expecting it to be like that when it's not that at all. Yeah, and I think people they just they they find the worst times to be texting you these things. Like yeah. in past relationships, like I had a very stressful job and the person that I was dating always wanted to text all day. And I'm like, listen, like I'm working. So like I can't be on my phone all the time because I'm in meetings. And then it will be like an attitude and then like an argument when I'm like working, already stressed with work. So people just also just find the worst times to bring up, bring things up. And it's always like over text message. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta ask people at times, do you have like the mental capacity to talk about this thing? Like, are you good? Are you stressed? Like if you're just like sending all these messages and like not thinking about like their mental health and like their mental mindset at the time, they're already going to take it and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't have time for this bullshit. And they're already going to come at you crazy because you didn't ask them if they, you know, if they were good to talk, like if they, if they're able to chat right now, like, it's like, I don't know, like the whole texting thing, it needs to stop. Like, I also will want, a, you know, your full and undivided atten- right. attention if I'm if I'm bringing something to you. Right. If I'm texting you every 20 minutes because I'm busy, that's that's going to get you even more upset. Right. I'm going to be like, all right, I'll uh-huh. talk to you when I'll talk to you. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's no, just and then they me. get mad at that, too. So it's crazy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But last one is spiritual intimacy. It does not necessarily have to center around religion. Simply put. It means being able to discuss the deeper meaning of life. Mm-hmm. It can certainly involve religion, but all above else, you're able to talk about your spiritual beliefs without being judged. Spiritual intimacy does not mean your opinion and beliefs have to match. It means you're willing to respect and appreciate them no matter what. For sure. Facts. For sure. Some people believe in like a God and some people just believe in like a higher power. and you have to like respect it but not even again not Mm -hmm. not even it being religion just based off of like your sense of purpose like Mm -hmm. what is what do you see the sense of purpose of life Mm -hmm. um what do you like believe or we we grow up you know knowing certain things in certain environments and what our parents taught us yeah and some of us don't grow up the same Mm -hmm. you know so what she may believe about I don't even know, making her bed, <laughs> you know, I may not believe that, yeah. you know, like my mom didn't enforce me to make my bed, but her yeah. mom enforced her to make her she bed. She did not actually. I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. best example that I could give, you know, yeah. we, we always grow up different. So it's like when we, in the beginning, like that's where it starts. Yeah. We learn that from our family mm-hmm. and then it grows to our peers and then it grows, like, you know, the environment, the work environment, yeah. like we're constantly being... Um, that's what they call, um, oh, I forget what it is. Board of directors, some shit like that. Like the people that influence you. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, goes to your spiritual beliefs. But that was it. That was our 12 types of intimacy. Wow. I just made my face red. I want to end it with, um, the five E's for intimacy. Like if you want to, so I was just listening to this podcast by Jay Shetty. The podcast is called... Damn, I wrote it down somewhere here. Did I? 
don't know. Okay, yeah. So I was listening to this podcast um, by Jay Shetty, and it's called Five Ways to Improve Intimacy. So I want to talk a little bit about um, the five E's that he mentioned. So he said the five E's are experiences, experiments, education, events, and entertainment. So if you do want to form intimacy with like your partner in a quicker way um experiences so like trying something new going to a new city going to a new country uh experiencing like a new culture like going on vacation with this person is definitely definitely going to bring you closer Mm -hmm. um experiment so we talked about that like new date ideas other than just like restaurant and movies like trying something new that you both haven't done and that you're both not knowledgeable on like i don't know like axe throwing like that's like a new mm-hmm. new um experience or experiment and um, education so the last time that you took a class together um that could be anything really it could be like something online but it could be like something in person like a cooking class or something i don't know we still haven't done that but that would be like something to think about i want to take dance class oh yeah, yeah we wanna, could do that fuck <laughs> real quick um events so the last time you went to an event where you discussed about it afterwards um like we went to like a conference recently and that was like her first experience going to like um a conference so we talked about that Mm -hmm. and then the last one is entertainment which is like a new show or a movie which is like what we do most of the time but definitely consider the other options that we talked about um but yeah those are the five e's Hell yeah. Those are actually pretty good. I like them. Jay Shetty is actually really, really good. Yeah, I love him. Um, So if you like to listen to podcasts and need just, you know, some more inspirational things Self-help. to listen to. Yeah. And that or he's very, he has a lot of good he tips. He has a lot. He's a lot a, of mindful things. Yeah. And his podcasts are like 30 minutes long. And then he has other ones that are like an hour long where he like interviews different people. Um, and honestly, he's he's amazing. Like he's over here changing lives. So I would definitely recommend listening to him. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to? Mm-hmm. All right, we got a couple family meeting questions that we are gonna do. Correct. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, but before we do that, our very good old last segment of a Would You Rather. Oh yeah. No, it's not. That? It's not that spicy, y'all. So uh-huh. okay. So would you rather uh-huh. kisses or hugs? Um kisses well you want hugs no i would like more kisses though (laughs) i would absolutely prefer kisses i don't know sometimes i like hugs i don't know she thinks she'd be giving like 100 kisses a day and i'll be like (laughs) i only got one and i was this morning (laughs) i want kisses mercy Uh uh-huh um would you rather over communication or overly emotional overly over communication Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here for emotion. Yeah. But that overly emotional is, is giving me very much sensitive vibes. Mm-hmm. And I can't do sensitive. <laughs> sensitive is not for my personality. God bless. Uh, would you rather big spoon or little spoon? We like, like a little snow. I like being the little spoon. She does. Uh-huh. She does. I know I'm big, but damn, babe. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm the big spoon. What are you talking about? God bless. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the other word right yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get you at this same oh, shit um would you rather sexual or humor in your relationship like more sex um, or more funny i think funny yeah 
Yeah, because I'm pretty fucking funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm funny. But I would prefer absolutely a humorous relationship 110%. Yeah. Because you could laugh anywhere and everywhere. And uh-huh. I love to fucking laugh. Like, uh-huh. I want to be crying. Uh-huh. I want to be a, a meme or like one of them gifs oh, okay. that's just like. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should. We should make it. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you rather public or home dates? Um, this one's a hard one. Mm. I love, I, I mean, I love dressing up sometimes and just like going out. A good old balance. You know, yeah. But then I also like home dates, like when it's too cold outside, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's a difficult one too. I think ultimately I want to be outside. I know you do. But <laughs> <laughs> I want to be outside. But the way my bank account is set up, I'll uh, be like, <laughs> oh, we staying yeah. inside tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like home dates too, yeah. so it's that form of intimacy, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I fuck, I'm gonna go with home dates. Um, last one: Would you rather gifts or quality time? Quality time. Oof. <laughs> That's because you know I like quality time. Uh, if the gift is food, I'm picking food. I mean, sometimes you could do both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but uh-huh. you know, it's like what's more. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people like to give gifts. People love gifting and thinking. Like, yeah. gifts are good sometimes, but it's like, uh, yeah, that I mean, ain't I, it. I mean, I like gifts, too. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all uh. right, all right, all right. That was our Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this family meeting. All right. So the first question is, bonjour, beautiful people. <laughs> Can't even fucking talk. Bonjour. She was feeling a beautiful French. people. <laughs> Question: Do you believe a couple that constantly breaks up and makes up can succeed in marriage? No, 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 no. 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 In a marriage, I can't with that. That's a red flag. I don't think that it's impossible, uh-huh. but I think that it's very immature. So and immature. when you are in a relationship where you're constantly making up and breaking up, like, I feel enough. like that's the constant. Like that just becomes the norm. Enough. And then you think that every time the you know the going gets rough, you're just mm-hmm. like, man, fuck this, I'm out. And you right. come back whenever you want. Like, where's the, where's the boundary? Where's the accountability? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just never been a, a breakup makeup kind of kind of gal. And I think that's why I always limited myself to just like situationships. Because if I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship for real. Like, I'm here committed. Right. And I have been in a situation where it was just like, oh, we need a break. Um, And I just, that shit just went left. But I don't do breaking up and making ups because it's like, for what? Yeah, I don't believe in in breaks. I don't believe in none of that. And the whole breaking up and making up is is toxic because I feel like when you're broken up, that person goes out and does their own thing and then comes back when they're done. And like, that's when things get even more toxic. So... Yeah, that I don't think out. that it would it would survive in a marriage. No, it's it's too childish, honestly. I mean, and even if you know that that's happening, why even commit to a marriage? Mm-hmm. Like it's like what you you're just gonna divorce people like left and nah, right. Nah, like, I mean you. I mean, I guess you can still be married and do that whole breaking up and making well, you up. Can. You both like, are married. Ideally, you're no, married. Legally, <laughs> you unless you get a divorce, but mm. no, enough. Well, people do separations. Yeah, but like, but well, no, that's out. Yeah, sorry, I hate to be cool about it, <laughs> but straight up. Um, am I doing this one? Yeah, I have not read any of these, so you're gonna get like our first reactions. To All these. right. 
So I've been in a relationship with a married woman for a year and five months. Been with her ever since I was with my ex man. We met in the we met her on the app. her app. So I left my ex man to be with her, and she just keeps telling me that she'll. Whoa, lost my place. That she'll leave him when she's done helping with some bills that she has to pay because she doesn't want to leave him paying everything on her own because it's under his name i'm confused i'm hold confused on. stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> i'm confused hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm fucking confused so either i really can't read or <laughs> no. no no wait i don't want to read this one <laughs> All right. No, wait. We just go ahead to save this one. (laughs) We could (laughs) email. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Anyway. No, this isn't even a question. Go to this one. Oh, okay. So how you know that one but didn't know the first one? Because I briefly read that. All right. Whoa. Are we together now? (laughs) All right. Lately, I've been feeling lost, especially when it comes to relationships. I have not dated anyone or talked to anyone in four years, which is a pretty long time. I know. I've been wanting to get back into the dating scene because I'm 23 and I just feel like time is ticking. LOL. (laughs) But I would also like to point out that I am femme presenting and I like femmes as well. Good for you. Femmes for femmes. Yes. I have no idea how to talk to how to talk to women because I'm so shy, and I and also it's been a long time since I've dated slash talked to anyone. I literally forgot how to put myself out there. What do I do? I'm still trying to recover from that laugh attack that I got. <laughs> so, whew, let me gather myself. Oh my goodness. Okay, so she's been feeling lost mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships. Yeah, not talking to anyone for, like, four years is a pretty long time. I feel like mm-hmm. I would totally forget how to, like, flirt with people. I would forget how to act. So I think it's normal to feel that way. Um, That's just like when, you, when you're in a relationship, you forget how to do those things. So a lot of people who come out of relationships, too, are, like, lost. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I forget how to talk to people. I forget how to flirt and yeah. shit like that. So you're, <laughs> it's, it's normal. Yeah. And then also, since you're a femme who, like, likes femmes or prefers femmes, then it's also going to be hard because most of the time they think that we're just, like, being friendly and, mm-hmm. like, bestie, like, oh, love your outfit. Like, you have to kind of, like, make it known that you're gay. Yeah. Like, someone DM'd us on Instagram and basically said that they had posted something related to LGBTQ. Kind of to give the hint. Yeah, on their story, like something LGBTQ. I forgot what it was. And she was like, I f- she asked us like if that's like enough to give the girl a hint that she's gay. And we're like, no. I think no. that I you could it, be an ally and we, we don't know. But as a, as a femme presenting woman, you have to like, you know, really put yourself out there for other women yeah. to be like, okay, you're gay. Yeah. And, um... Honestly, I don't I don't know what's harder, like trying to get the attention of a mask presenting um, 
female or or like a femme presenting one you know mm-hmm. as a femme presenting woman yeah like like she said like a femme is gonna think like oh she just wants to be my friend oh you know she likes my fish she thinks i'm cute i think she's cute yeah but and then it's just like it's like friend zone platonic yeah um if they don't really think like oh you know but there are some some femme aggressors out there who be like nah like yeah they don't have any problem but yeah as a femme being in your position you yeah. definitely have to be more vocal and more more do more of the approaching yeah you kind of have to be like more of like a dominant femme so like you're gonna have to be bold and dm people and ask them on a date or like hit them with the heart eyes to warm up and yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to have to make the first move most of the time. Like, I know for me, it's like before I did a you, I feel like I had to, like, make the first move in person, though. Like, yeah. I'm more of like an in-person type of person. I don't really like the social media things. Um, I like to meet people in person. So, like, when you go to a bar or a club, buying someone a drink, you know, getting to know them, um, you have to be vocal. And What's up, ma? No, no, no. Not like What's that. up, ma? <laughs> You come here no, often? No, 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 no. You got a boyfriend? <laughs> I love to start with you got a boyfriend. Really? No. <laughs> I do not care if you have a boyfriend. I hate to say it. Oh my god! Yeah, I hate I don't to really say ask it. that question because if they had a boyfriend or girlfriend, they would say it. Yeah, it's like one of those things. Oh, like you here with somebody? Oh, your boyfriend must. I love when people do that. Oh, your boyfriend must love that. Oh, your yeah, girlfriend yeah. must love. Like, bitch, you mad nosy. Yeah, yes, Stop in it. fact, they do. Uh-huh. But nah. Yeah. yeah. Say the word. <laughs> Confident. Be bold. Mm-hmm. You know? Trial and error. That's what I can give you. Trial and error. Yeah. Don't be scared to be rejected. Because as I said before, what do you have to lose? It's already somebody you don't know. So in the event you get rejected, all right. You're back to being a person I never even knew. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Or turns out to be someone you get to know. Yeah. You don't know unless you do it. Right. All right. All right. The last question. It says, hey, baby gay here. I'm in college and trying to get into the dating scene. Dating apps didn't really work for me because it felt like everybody just wanted to get some. I have two questions for you guys. Where do you find queer friends and queer people to mingle and potentially flirt with? Number two, as a femme, is there a way to signal to other gays in public that you like women just as much as they do without having to be the one to approach? Please give me flirting with women tips. You guys are like my gay aunties. <laughs> I love cute. that. Gay aunties. That's wow. Cute. So cute. We um, all need a gay aunt because you know we always got the gay uncles. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, this kind of relates to our last question. Like, where do you find queer friends? Um, Where do I find queer friends? I don't know. I was lucky to just have some. I played sports again. So a lot of like my old mm-hmm. school queer friends are yeah. I, I met in school mm-hmm. um, through sports or like just, oh, hey, you're gay. Cool. I'm gay. Or I like girls too. Um, But now getting older, you <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You don't. Social media is our thing. It's our generation. So following people and, you know, relating to people on social media, yeah. um, people around the area, we go out. So sometimes when we go out, you know, whether it's um, 
you know, a gay club uh-huh. or a regular club, you know, we just, we just try to be friendly yeah. and, and, you know, I guess nice. Yeah. And we got people just like kind of attract to us. Yeah. Um, but I do like to go to pride events and mm-hmm. pride events. You'd be surprised, you know, who you meet there. Right. And people are very friendly and that's you'd be like yo let me get uh-huh. your social media we got we got link up oh you from around here you know yeah. how many people yeah. like th- we went out not too long ago we met two girls who were a couple and they actually was like yo we listen to ya and oh yeah now we're just like all right when you want to go out yeah want to be friends all right. right yeah well since you're in college i don't know how old you are i don't know if you're 21 yet but I know in college they do have a lot of LGBTQ clubs and um, like even if there's a woman center in your college, um, there'll be a lot of like gay people there. I think that's a really, really good way to start off. I feel like you have to kind of put yourself out there and seek those kind of groups that they have. I know for for a fact they have those in college because in my college they had and apparently um, a large population of Gen Z identifies as queer now so there has to be at least one queer person in your class and if you spot them try to be their friend like be like hey you have instagram like we should like connect on an ig and then that way you guys like you know form a friendship from that um dating apps are tricky like there's the her app there's tammy um and i agree some some people do like to um try to get some but you could write in your bio that you're like literally just like looking for friends or like looking to have a good time or something i don't know but um it's about to be pride month mm-hmm. there has to be events going on at least every weekend near you like yes, it is even if you have to bring your straight friends with you so they can support you and you can find other queer friends like they're gonna have to be your your wing person this month and like go with you to these events that way you can meet other people um like there's there's gonna be so many like queer events and we want to go to like a bunch of them but we don't know we don't know where you're from so that also um could be tricky because i feel like on the east coast there's always things going on but like if you're like in alabama or like one yeah, of those, i don't know one of those like, states i don't yeah. know what, the, what they be i don't having. know about them but uh-huh. east coast we kind of got some uh-huh. um the west coast is crazy if mm-hmm. you're from the west coast listen that's the that's i hate to say it that's the kind of the best place to be because mm-hmm. there are so many uh at least i know in la because i've been and i've been to yeah. um one of the events mm-hmm. i went to pride a few years ago there and it was lit it mm-hmm. was it was crazy i'm so yeah. sick i'm not going this year mm-hmm. um it was it was awesome and a lot of people that i met there were actually a lot of people i had on social media too yeah and it's just like you 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 kind of network you network you go yeah. to these places it's just like if you were to go to a conference like uh-huh. you, you network and uh-huh. you get to know people and then you start to realize a lot of people that i actually met while i was in la mm-hmm. all said that they were from the east coast uh, a lot of them said that they were from Jersey. So it was like, oh, shit, like that's lit. Yeah. And you'd be surprised at how many people are really from where you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, use social media to your advantage. Um, as far as like being a femme again and like putting it out there. I always try to like when I'm engaging with conversation, I try to say a little something gay. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, oh, you know, I'm not walking around with a flag on me to yeah. like show that I'm gay or that I like women, but you know, I'll make sure like yeah. I throw a little something in there. Like, oh, but she for, cute. For you, it's easier. So I feel like femme presenting people do need to wear something gay or like at least your phone case needs to have like something gay in it because how else are they gonna know like i mean you could do some eye contact but that's sometimes just not enough um so if you're looking for a way for someone to approach you then they need to know that you're gay some way somehow uh for flirting tips what you got for her Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know i smile a lot yeah and you know it's like over friendliness Mm -hmm. and like you know yeah, yeah. You could always compliment like their outfit, compliment their hair, compliment something. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you have to like start off. Yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah. If you was my shorty, oh my god, I wouldn't no, even you let didn't. you out the doubt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not like that. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that was the last question. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to share, comment, like, and subscribe. We really appreciate all the positive feedback that we've been receiving um and we're going to answer most of more of your family meeting questions in our next um youtube video so be on the lookout for that i know goose goose mother goose